And the uh, recording is in progress. Okay. So, speaking of rooms shaking, which we left off last night, as a matter of fact. Is it on? Not on. It is on? I need a copy. Are there copies on the ledge there? If you just walked in? Okay. So, we began looking at a few of the examples in the Gizmesha from Mesha Shita and Mesa's Medich. And they're fascinating examples. I tried to pick a few that were not part of the original Shabbos Shaila in terms of And the one we left off with in the page two of the set. This set is a four-page set. And because Moshe Yeridea and while Moshe was discussing his shita on what is usher in terms of performing magic and cheap politics or more expensive politics and the like. And while Moshe as we mentioned, brought the Chachmas Adam and many early Achreinim that said everything was in his Daraisa, but there was in his Daraisa, Zachim, Misa, real Kishuf, various gradations. Or Ramesha putting forth a theory which he emphasized it doesn't pass on like Lachatchilu Lakula, that if it's just slide of the hand, the slide of the feet, Naftali running to Mitzrayim, and the like, it, Lachaira would not be the Isser Be'etzem of performing magic. However, with a capital Hey, However, with a capital high. So, Ramesha, it seems that after this whole development of the Kula, which he, again, doesn't pass Klaklamaisa unless he has to, he says what others who don't hold to the whole theory that a Mesa applies to things outside of Avadazar would hold as a Chumra. Ramesha Lishitas holds as a Pushit. And that is, he starts off with the assumption that most of the people, many of the people practicing this, are not the people you want to emulate, and it's dangerous if they're tricking people. Because they might get a following, and if they get a following, then they're under their spell, so to speak. And this is standard fare for all the Galachim cults and all of those type people from Sheikh Zemei Barashis, literally like Dar Enosh and onwards. That's how they got people involved in these things, is that they knew Kishuf, and they were able to trick people. And this is not real Kishuf, which might or might not exist due to Eurydice Adarius, but the people who talk don't know, and the people who know don't talk usually when it comes to these things. And the lady on Avenue J, which I always give an example, charges $5 for her palm reading, is not even $5 well spent to get a few laughs, which is what people told me after they asked the Shaila, after they went. I said, what were you thinking? He said, no, nah, I think it was real, just I thought it was like hilarious. I said, $5 a joke is not very expensive, but you shouldn't be walking into such a place. And Ramesha says that if they don't clearly explain to the public watching that there's absolutely nothing going on over here and it's just sleight of the hand and we're tricking people, and therefore it's not Shekhar because we're telling them, then there's Lachash, Mesis Umediach. What's the Hasata? What's the Aver we're getting people in? The Hasata over here is that we're tricking people into following him and that will get them involved in believing in Kishuf and then they'll be under his spell because they really think he has power and therefore that can be damaging. So Ramesh is worried about two things in the same Mesa Zemediach. He said there's not the type of person you want people following and go uh, four lines before the paragraph we left off at, which is the first column four lines before the last paragraph. First word of the line is, in Yekshafim, Shebezeo Mesis, Lekshafim, and the Hasata is 
we're going to be Mason people to get involved in Shachan so they can have that power also and they're going to want to follow in his footsteps. Even if they don't follow him to do other bad things. As Ramosha said already in the previous because they would die if they didn't die that day they'd become a gavra or gavra to be a bar misa the stop me the kasha they didn't die Nachar said you're not going to die so he tricked her into touching it but that was only and so they didn't die but they became a bar misa what? we're on page 2 on the uh, first column now in the last paragraph so, the sheet of Ramosha now is being repeated that Hasata can be to lead any Avera, in which case this Avera would be Kishuf and getting a following. Now, before Ramosha goes on to his Kulan theory, and that is, if you clearly explain it to people, then they should understand, uh, Ramosha is going to say that you can explain this even to little kids. Ramesha holds that's push it. We'll discuss that in a few minutes when we get there. But uh, I wanted to mention just two examples. I think I mentioned this three, four years ago when we discussed the Sugya, but it's certainly very telling. There's a fellow who's still world renowned. If you've never heard of him, I guess he's not that world renowned, or you guys are in the best measure all the time, so you wouldn't know anybody who's world renowned in these circles. But he happens to be an Israeli fellow who's not yet from, so I'm not here to attack him. He doesn't know any better. Maybe he's a Tinshanish, but maybe not, depending how you learn people in Israel being a Tinshanish. But his name is Uri Geller. You've heard of Uri Geller? Uri Geller is pretty famous. He was very, very famous uh, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, and he used to do a lot of interesting things. And one of his main shows involved bending spoons. So you guys started mentioning that last night. Uh, bending spoons apparently has been around since as long as spoons have been around and every popular guy successful is going to have him. and Uri has had quite a few I think one of his main him wrote a book about him or against him I think he's no longer alive Uri is the other guy isn't uh, still diving Uri should do full tshuva the other guy was a guy gummer and he was raided of him uh, and he sued for libel it's interesting in the world by the way you could sue for libel libel it's a chiddush to me you could sue for that because the whole press the whole world that's all they do all day is write stories about people so it's a chiddush you could sue I guess most of the lawsuits are not successful but you're suing because he was interesting why? Yeah, Matsi Shema's lies, Lashon Har is true. Just the whole Musig is. Matsi Shema, because Lashon Har you can't sue. People get paid to talk Lashon Har and write Lashon Har. Yeah. It's just a chiddish to me. I don't know how many of these lawsuits are successful. Uh, He sued him a few times. He never won. And the reason he never won, I I don't remember Matsi Shema either. And he's not yet from Shaila, whether it's a Matsi Shema Lashon Har. I'm not here to attack him, but he's a great example. And I'll get to the second example uh, in a moment who's a little safer, he's a guy who's not, no longer alive. The Mishabur and Hilchus, 
Yom Kippur says they made a cherem to be made to shame on a dead person. It's the whole tumult over there. Why made to shame and not lashon hara? Why do they have to make a cherem for it? It means no is the reisa. It's no is the reisa because it can't be reyu if the guy's not alive. There's a d in what the lumdus over there is, but the second one will be easier. But I didn't get to him yet. Right now we're in a regular. So a regular definitely is a talented person who has fooled many people, or not fooled many people. Either he's real, and he fooled no one, or he fooled many millions of people. But he has millions of followers who would claim Adi that they weren't fooled, and could be they weren't fooled. I'm not taking a position because I never saw him perform. But the people who are ready for him, I just remember from checking this out a few years back when we spoke about it, more being had many rayas that he was a charlatan and a good actor. Good actor he certainly was. question is, was there any content? And it was a fix, and they actually, today, they, they actually get people to do a showdown. They had him on many, many popular, um, um, I guess, shows or whatever. They put him on, on like, national TV, and uh, they said, okay, do your stuff, and he couldn't do it. That's the claim. Didn't see him in the original, didn't see him in the show, uh, but he didn't perform. And he gave some sort of either real excuse or lame excuse. I'm trying to hedge okay, in case you haven't noticed. Uh, that uh, just the forces weren't with him and uh, you know, he couldn't really concentrate and didn't go. Okay, you can get away with that once. Uh, the interesting thing is, like many uh, possible charlatans, he went on to more fame and fortune and still has millions of followers. Go figure. That's my, my point. The reason I'm bringing this whole thing up is not to attack Uri Geller. It's to show you that even very intelligent people, Ramesha is concerned of Hasata, surprises. Hasata? Who's going to follow a guy like that? The answer is for thousands of years it's been done, and it's still being done. If Uri Geller is telling the truth and he really has that power, then it's not him. But the other people are still doing it. And um, he, I think he has a museum. That's not good for your Anivas. I think he has a museum about himself, and he's the guy who takes you around. Which is unique. Uh, <laughs> he's alive. Uh, but it's a good way to make money after your prime, I guess, when he's not bending as many spoons. As, uh, so um, in his time, the CIA certified him, which is another very frightening thing to know about the CIA and what they do, do know or don't know. I'm not trying to jade the issue, but that's not exactly a raya. Uh, it means he can, you can... It's my right you can fool many smart people, which is going to lead to my question, not Akasha, on Ramesh's assumption in his godless and Sitkus that if you explain to the people you're a charlatan, then they'll listen to you. Erigella never said that. He said he was real. But saying he was real, even after being disproven, Lechaira, he still has millions of failures. I'm not sure in this Katna Adair since the truth was written when you tell the kids at Pirche and Lechanukah Maziba that you're a magician, but this is how you do it and it's all a fake, that they remember five minutes later or that they're not ooing and aahing afterwards. And I will get to my second example to prove that. There was Seat uh, Shmaya. I happened to bump it to a guy before I was preparing sharing this. This goes back more than 30 years ago. Bumped into a guy who was a young professional who worked on Wall Street, I think. And he told me, he said he had the strangest thing. He was invited by his boss and his boss's boss, like the whole audience, a bunch of CEOs, all stuffed shirt to Wall Street. Uh, a very intelligent, non-gullible type, you would think. And they went to a performance from Doug Henning. Now, that name doesn't mean anything to you, but it didn't mean anything to me either. But 
when I said, who's that? He said, oh, he's the Rashka Bahag of, uh, in his time. This has gone back 30 years ago. Uh, more, more famous than a regular. Yeah, right? Does the name sound familiar? He said he was sitting in an audience. This is not a Haskama to go to such a show. But it was a show. It was a performance for a few hours of his tricks and his whole staff. He said the audience, there's like hundreds of dollars of tickets. This is in Manhattan. The audience was very sophisticated. And he's sitting there, he's a young guy, as boss is there and all the other staff for this Wall Street firm and this hedge fund. They're all sitting there. He's the place that was pandemonium halfway through. Everybody was beyond owing and owing, and they were shocked. They said, they thought they know. You can explain some of this. He says, this guy really has power. That, Manhattan, people paid a lot of money to see him, and they're not gullible. Or they are, you should sell your stock portfolio from this company. But he said he was in the spall. He didn't know, he was the youngest guy. They didn't say a word. It just everybody around him was like, said, you know, they can explain maybe 30% of the tricks, 40%, 50%, but this guy has supernatural powers. And he didn't announce to the audience, I'm a nobody, and I'm a nothing, and I'm a Gornish, and uh, this is all. And go figure. So is it possible he had power? <laughs> I, I doubt it. He wasn't from Tibet, just land, uh, and his, I'm not saying being Tibet has the power, but if uh, he was a performer and he was very good, and he, he was the, of all magicians get paid a lot of money when they make it big, but they're actors. He was the best of the best the world had. And he's performing in Manhattan on Broadway, charging a lot of money, and he had adherence, and he made more with each show. So that's what my is concerned about. That's a problem not just of now it's a shayla, whether a guy can do kishuf, every shayla will hold real kishuf is usher, slide the hand, maybe go long, but my shayla slide the hand is just slide the hand. It's a talent. That's not kishuf. How can that be usher unless you're a mesis and media? So my we're going to see right now, is going to say, just explain it and you'll be fine. I don't know if they ever interviewed Uri Gelo, I know for sure, never told anybody, this is not real, I'm just a good showman. Never, he denied everything, and he sued the guy who wrote a book about him, exposing him. Doug Henning, I don't know, did he ever say off stage after he retired, after he died? If he came after he died and said it, by the way, then I'd start believing he had power in the first place. But uh, <laughs> did anybody ever interview him and ask him, by the way, that's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, is this a real power from otherworldly sources? Or Kishuf, and if he'd say, no, that's ridiculous. I don't know, did they ever do that interview? You can research it yourself. But Uri Geller has not uh, denied that he has psychic power and he can bend spoons in real time, except when he can't, like under pressure. Okay, so I'll let, uh, that's between him and Akash uh, Baruch or him and the public. Is it Kerevas Das? If people don't know by now they're paying for the entertainment, then that might be their problem. I don't know if that's, that's Geneva. You asked me about a ventriloquist. Same thing. They're supposed to tell the people, I don't have any powers, and this dummy is a dummy, and he can't talk, and don't believe he's talking. And it is frightfully similar to Aviadani, because that's what they used to do. They used to put bones here and do this, and the voice is coming out of it. That's... The word ventriloquist means that what I'm doing is, I'm speaking, and I'm not moving my lips. So maybe that's not... You know that, and I know that. Do they explain that to the crowd? They say the dummy's talking. Is that, is that more posh that he's not going to be amazing at you because that's, everybody knows that's what they do? 
I don't know. It's, again, it's hard to, when you think of a pure thing, he's taking a dime out of somebody's ears, I'll wrap it out of that. So we know the guy doesn't have any powers. The question is, do the six-year-old know that even when you told them? Our motion is convinced that you could tell them and that's okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Doug Hedig had a very sophisticated audience and they weren't convinced. And if I say there's no sugar in there, but the super low in there, so then the same thing. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, already marketing, checker and advertising is not... I don't know if that's a dimian. Uh, you're not in marketing, right? You're just, you're a buyer. You're not, uh... okay, let's see the bottom paragraph. Maybe a ventral quest is. Shumitzat kalos l'kshafim. And you tell that to people, of course they know it's not kshafim. So Moshe is hedging over here and he says, I didn't pass the mice because it sounds like the Gedalia Peskim asked it, even though it looks like a cheap parlor trick. And did I mention anybody here about the Chasnas, uh, the people who eat fire? And uh, I asked a few people since then, how do you do that? I'm not really around usually by then. Uh, that must be the second dance or something. Uh, one guy told me, I thought this was ridiculous. I said, uh, how do you do it? Ridiculous, meaning it's a cool over here. It's so ridiculously cheap. He said, no, no, it's got a long you know, pipe and they got a button there and the button just puts out the fire and then we put it in our mouth. It just looks like, I said, okay, that's not even, that doesn't even come in, that's not even a magic trick. Another guy told me, no, 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 we're swallowing fire, but they, you sort of like put the fire out. I said, I get that. It needs oxygen, but that's in your mouth. Doesn't that like slightly burn the palate? So he said, no, okay. You did a wedding. Okay, so Chachmas Adam, you might want to think about that more next time. You have our motion to rely on. Uh, it touches your tongue, it instantly gets like sponge wet to your tongue, and the whole thing goes out immediately. You have the combo in your mouth beforehand? You take combo and you actually tease it apart so it's mostly. And you have it in your mouth? And you're holding it. I light it on fire. Yeah. Fireball. Yeah. About two seconds, I burn my fingers. Yeah. I throw it in my mouth. And the second it touches my tongue, it all sticks to my tongue with the moisture, puts the entire fire out. And I'm happy to hear that. The shyly is <laughs> how immediate. <laughs> it's, it's immediate. So immediate you can actually exhale through your nose and have. Well, I've seen people smoke. do that, yes. I just don't know why it's not very hot as it's going into your mouth. But you'll explain it to me some other time. Well, Shaila's wood the Chachmazadam, that's a very good Shaila, because that's the typical trick. It's the only trick I heard of that people are doing. Uh, one guy says that he juggles, but he doesn't think that's a problem with the Chachmaz Adam. I said, why would you think that's a problem? He says, if you see how I juggle, you would wonder, okay, that's not, he could be very good at juggling, that's not, the fire looks like it's going in the mouth, people are ooing and eyeing. So well, I don't know if the Chachmaz Adam would be, you explain to me why it works. I hope all the people are doing these things, that people lying down, they cut them in half. I hope that's not Shri Chazdamim. There's got to be a way to do that, right? But that's still what the Chachmaz Adam is answering. So I don't know if that would be mutter. I have Ramesh Rolaim, but Ramesh is hesitant to be make a Lamaisa. So maybe just uh, juggle. Is this all? Uh, suge- yeah, this is Achizanaim. Purpose of putting a fire in your mouth is so people should think you just swallowed fire. That's what Achizanaim is. What? Same idea. So what are you going to tell me? You have a cotton ball in your mouth and it pads the sword when it goes in? Okay, I'm going to get a lot of emails after that from all the Hasna magicians uh, who are relying on Ramosha. But um, anyway, so Ramosha ends off. Uh, go skip four lines. Aval, the middle line, first line, Kachuvas Ramah. Aval, I'm Shaisim Dech TV, Chaini Yadum of Forsim, 
any rob is Eshu Mazar. Maisha says, if you explain to the people, it shouldn't be Eshu. Avakapanam la rola Maisha la baliyadinyadze. This is never found anywhere in the Gizmosha, such an end of a tshuva, where Moshe repeats three times. I never really paskin Lakula. If they'd asked me, I'd try to be Mishtamit. <laughs> Because it's the Chachmas Adam, it's the Bach, and it's all Mashma, not like Ramesh suggests. Ramesh is not the only one who suggests this possible Kula. Never heard. Ramesh was a lot of Chasnas. He says, I never heard. Same reason I never heard. He danced a little bit and he left, and this was apparently the second dance. And the few times I even saw that Abbasan was there, he just is wearing a colorful suit and doing all sorts of other funny things. So Amisha says, it, I wouldn't pass on and I don't see it being done. Obviously, obviously you weren't there at the Chasnas where Amisha was there. Uh, it's apparent. Uh, I'm just saying in the Lumdis of the Sugya, even though I think the Sora is, I'm convinced the Sora is correct. If they'd asked me, I wouldn't answer it. I try to be Mishdamit and the cover of the Chachmas Adam and the Bach. And the shot, it's very unusual. Now, Moshe just said a minute ago, I have no suffix that Pashas is Lahakal. I would get the guy to hit the fellow who was pressing, bothering Ramosha. Ramosha and he's still asking for an answer. But uh, if I couldn't get out of it, doesn't mean the guy's being too aggressive. If I stop here, which we're not going to do, is one more paragraph, I would say Yadu Mufursa means not just explaining to these people, it's Pasha to the whole world that this guy is not swallowing fire and there's got to be some trick, even though I didn't even know what the trick was till a minute ago. Masha'isif Katra, I understood Katra. Uh, the fellow writing the Shailah, more than the answer about the seed. The kids are very gullible and they're hopping a spilus. They think this guy is from a different planet. So Mesha says, nah, it's an exaggeration. You tell the kids, they'll believe you. I don't know, it's got no there is. That's why I brought Doug Henning. Got sophisticated hedge fund managers and they're, uh, they can't figure out and they think this guy. And he said, his, his boss told him, he says, most people don't have a talent, they're just fakers. This guy is the real thing. He didn't want to say anything to his boss, but he thought his boss was off his rocker. <laughs> so he couldn't understand why he said that. They think he's very talented. But the kids know there are other talented people. So Amesha would, in theory, be Makal, even though Amesha, he didn't want to answer the Shailah. But the application to Mesa's Medea is absolutely fascinating. The second example, yes? Right. That could play a role, but the fascinating thing is that even in this modern era, where you're performing in a modern city, a liberal city, with uh, money managers and executives, and half of them are saying, this guy has real power. And people are very drawn to the occult. Even Bismarazeh, maybe in certain ways, more, more so Bismarazeh, because it's a way to escape what's really going on in the world. So you have all sorts of people believe all sorts of strange things, and, uh, and they're bepachad, um, that the Martians are invading, and that the, uh, you know, all sorts of strange uh, theories. So 
I don't know, Maisha says you explain it to them in plain English and tell them you're nothing special and they'll believe you. Depends on the crowd, I guess. Take a look at page three. The second, the final example, just to, there, there are more, but Ramesha's application to Mesa Zemediyach finds itself in another fascinating, uh, very common scenario. Yes, what was that? Uh, no, Ramesha's saying it's no shash. The ones now are better. So I'm arguing. I'm saying Ramesha says, Pasha, there's no shash then. I wonder what Ramesha say now. People seem to be pretty gullible. So it's the opposite direction. Maybe. Maybe they've learned from the past, and, uh, but there are a lot of good actors out there. M. Kane. Now, it happens to be, by the way, if, you, if there was such a thing as a psychological way to have your brain think at a spoon and bend it, there's Kabbalah, you could do many things, that's white magic, uh, for lack of a better word. But uh, Uri Geller, Pashas, doesn't, uh, he's a good actor. <laughs> Is it possible? Yeah, I won't, if he proves it to me, I won't, uh, nothing will change in my mind. Uh, I'd like to be down the Kaskhuz, yeah, but he's not yet from, and he's, uh, he's an artist like everybody else. Okay, the third example, yeah. You have never seen somebody take somebody have a shirt fly off and the whole thing. I'd like to see you after um, after Sheer and you'll tell me what you saw. I'm not even going to ask you now. You have never seen that. The shirt flew off, or they took the shirt. I have. I was just in a place. You know, Shabbos Hanukkah. You end up in strange places, which what we were discussing. Uh, he had the same issue. The shul has the issue every year. Should we get a magician? We did that once, and I the guy walked into this building. Six years ago, from Guy. So I told the uh, person running the thing, as soon as he comes, tell him to see me. He comes to my office, he says, Shalom Aleichem, Rav. He says, he says, you probably want to talk about Ramosha. <laughs> I said, it sounds like you've been doing this. He says, yeah, I show up at Pirche a lot. I said, you're going to explain to the kids, he says, I'm going to show them everything. And then he smiled, he said, I'm only going to just tell them that only one thing I do is really supernatural. Everything else is... <laughs> <laughs> just to get me all up in arms. So, uh, <laughs> so then we started taking him to a bounce room because it was easier. And that's what you decided with your family as well. He wants to have a ventriloquist, which maybe you'll say nobody has. I mean, he has special powers. Uh, I don't know. But you never saw that. And if you did, you should work for a hedge fund. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, there is no, uh, if you just came in, that line will not mean anything to you. So you'll have to hear the rest of the shir. Uh, let's go to the, I'll introduce the third example, and we'll have to take it up next week. This one is actually um, a difficult, uh, Shaila, it used to be very common, like Meissen Bechol Yom or Bechol Shabbos in shuls across America in the 50s and 60s and 70s, Lemis Parham. Now, in from shuls, the Shaila doesn't come up. I even... Mentioned this, it was Mamash Achshadere. I mentioned this to the uh, Bachram. We have exciting uh, Shiram here, Leil Shabbos. So I mentioned to them, it was on my mind, I was, I was selecting this tshuva. So a few weeks back, I said that uh, I, I, I had half a minute this would be the case, and I was amazed. I said, Anybody here ever hear of the UJA? That whole room of kids. Look at them, UJA. Never heard of it. I said, Hashem, <laughs> That's why we have Shir, Lel Shabbos, because I guess and we're not better than them. We're, we're living on these chusim of our, of our parents and grandparents. But Lamaisa, it's a different world. Same reason we have Night Seder, 
seven nights a week, well, Shabbos. And then, same reason I never heard the UJ. Yeah, yeah. The Babish never, I said, you never heard the UJ? No. It's good. I, I could have launched into the whole thing and said it five times. They wouldn't know what I'm talking about. So at the last minute, I had a half a meter. You know, maybe I should just bring up that. Never heard of it. So I um, said, well, let's just talk about a charity organization that thinks they're giving to Jewish causes, but unfortunately, most of it is not Jewish. A lot of it is anti-Jewish, unfortunately, never. So Amisha has a truth over it many years ago with this Shiloh was Nagay all the time because they used to collect an Orthodox shul's standard and for sure, and it was expected that the community ante up, and this was the umbrella organization, and Ramesha, we'd say, like, of course, uh, why does Ramesha have a long tshuva on this? This is Pashit. When Ramesha heard this tshuva, you can imagine there was a lot of screaming and yelling. Ramesha is Ramesha, and he's going to put down the facts, and he says, not only is there no mitzvah to give, it's an iser deraisa, and it's baltashchis, and you can't use miser money, and you... Circa 1950, 1960, that's a pretty explosive, but it's the same thing as Rashiva signing the Hiram that you can't join up with. It's the same. He says, you can't, and Hilchus Stucker, just for an introduction, forget the fact that giving to Chilo Shabbos and the Y might be open on Shabbos and the, uh, and the giving to Kfira, and the, let's say they were just saving whales. So just stop all Tashkis. I love all whales, as we all do, and you should go hug a whale if you see one. Uh, but uh, even if we're just. <laughs> <laughs> Stay at a distance. It's a little dangerous. You might get a little wet. Uh, but uh, even if it was just somewhat par, which is not, Ramesha says you can't hand over one pruta to a gabai, not this gabai, and you'll see the difference in a minute. Uh, when I use the word gabai, I'm talking about the people who are making decisions of where to disperse the money. You can't ho- hand over one pruta to a gabai who is not from and it doesn't have an allegiance to Aloha because it's mum and hectish. And if the person doesn't know what that means and he's going to give it out to the wrong things, you have no head to give it over to him. person doesn't have that. That's how the truth starts. If, before you get into Kfira and Mesa Samedir, which he's going to get into. So of course you can't give DJ. They're appointing people who aren't from, and if they are from, they're taking direction from somebody who's not following Das Torah, and they don't know Benjamin and Mismarlam, and of course you can't give. So we're going to discuss, can you take money from them? So right away, the liberals in the room, which don't exist here in this room, uh, would say, well, if you can't give, you can't receive. That's not true. You'd be doing a mitzvah rabba if you could take money away from the budget and use it for their schus, for something good, and less will go to Kfira and keeping the Y open on Shabbos. Or whatever else they're funding, um, BDS and, uh, you know, all the other, uh, what's that what it's called? Yeah, what's the... Uh, well, the other these are Jews giving to uh, it's uh, it's only gotten worse, not better. Uh, so that's the the first thing he starts off before you get to Mesa Medir is you can't give any stucco money to anybody who doesn't know Apiel Locha. What you supposed to do with it? Then he's going to get into if you're aiding and abetting and you're giving. Not only is it Lifneiver, but it's also Mesa Medir, even if it's just just Shabbos and they might be serving Tarfus in the cafeteria. Maybe yeah, maybe not. Most of the Jays, wise, what do they call them now? Wise, they still exist. Most of them are open on Shabbos now. That wasn't always the case. I'm open on Shabbos. So when I, when these fine Bachem told me they never heard the UJ, I was trying to think I explained to them. I said, I got an idea. When you go on the throughway, you make a right and get onto the Palisades to come up to Exit 11 to come here to North Muncie. There's a gigantic glass building on your left. So I said, did any of you guys ever see that? They said, yeah. What is that? I said, that's a Y, or a JCC. 
So, same thing. So, the JCC is from the UJ, and, you know, that's the... Um, so they said, uh, a few of them, remember, there's such a building over there. You don't really see it unless you're driving, but you can't miss it. And unfortunately, it's in the middle of nowhere. Why in the world would you put a JCC by an exit going to Palisades in a beautiful building? Nobody lives there. The answer is, they drive on Shabbos. So open seven days a week, and that's, uh, so why not? It's accessible. So then they got the idea of what we were talking about, which is very sad. And Mr. Shem will see what Moshe says on it next week. In the meanwhile, hold your checkbooks. Have a good time.